Hello from Michelle, Michelle Donatian Industries. I know you are doing well on this wonderful, wonderful Christmas Eve. It is a beautiful, beautiful time, and I wanted to share with you the Christmas story. You know, if you've been following along, I've been reading in the book of Luke, and we've read a few chapters, and it's been wonderful. And I want to give you the opportunity to hear about Jesus and his birth. And I'm just so excited to share it with you. I'm going to be sharing with you two accounts because these two accounts are the two that the Lord laid on my heart. And all of the accounts are very special, but these two, um, well, this is just what the Lord has laid on my heart. And um, of course, you know that in the book of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, that most everything is just a different account of the same occurrences. Um, as seen by that particular writer, um, as the Holy Spirit led them. So I'm going to be reading with you now the book of Luke. And so I want you to listen to it while you're up. Maybe it's, maybe you're wrapping Christmas presents. I don't know. Maybe uh, tomorrow, maybe you're going to be by yourself. I'm not sure what's going to be going on in your life, but I just want to spend some time with you, take some time to share the word and encourage you, and also let you know that you are not alone. You are not alone. I am here. I am praying for you. And more importantly than that, Jesus loves you. Jesus is here. He has not left you. He has not abandoned you. So be encouraged as you read this story because he was born so that you would not be alone and that your sins would be forgiven. So let's read along. Book of Luke chapter 1, 1 goes like this. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus that thou mightest know that certainty, the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia, and his wife was of, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. 
And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these things, these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. So you see, friends, Zacharias did not believe what God had to say. He sent the angel to tell him, and Zacharias said, well, how am I going to know this is going to happen? So that Zacharias would not change the course of what God had planned with his mouth, with doubt, with his words. Gabriel shut his mouth so he could not come against what God's plan was. Isn't that beautiful? Because God will protect us from ourselves. So in verse 21, it says, well, I'll read 20 again. 19 and 20. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias, and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus saith the Lord, Thus hath the Lord dwelt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. 
And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God, my Savior. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him. From generation to generation he hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath hope in his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months and returned to her own house. Hallelujah. Okay. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her. And they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father how he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came on all that dwelled round about them. And all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all they that heard them laid them up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him. And his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us. In the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hands of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Now this is the book of Luke chapter 2. 
And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that they should be, that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord, Lord shone round about them and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which is passed, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcision, circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves of two young pigeons, or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word for mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people a light to lighten the gentiles and the glory of thy people israel and joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him and simeon blessed them and said unto mary his mother Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, 
and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thy own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age, of a great age, and had lived with an husband seventeen, uh, seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years. So that's 84 years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she, coming in that instant, gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now, I'm going to go on to the book of Matthew. And I'm going to begin reading in the book of Matthew, chapter, let me just open up to that page here. Here we are. Chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on the wise, on this wise. And I'm going to share this with you before I continue on because, again, this is a different account. So you're going to hear more about the wise men and you're going to hear more about other things. But this, again, is the birth of Jesus. So Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save the people, his people, from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. How beautiful is that? God warned, God showed him. He didn't warn him in this case, but he showed him that it was all going to be okay. And that Mary wasn't lying. Mary wasn't uh, doing things that she shouldn't have been doing. Mary hadn't committed adultery. Mary was there with child by the Holy Ghost. And the Lord confirmed it. The Lord showed him and then he married her. How obedient. How beautiful. Chapter 2. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. 
And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. Now, if you don't already know, Herod is lying. Herod is not going to worship him. Herod wants to kill him. Because as that prophecy goes, he will rule, not Herod. But Herod doesn't understand the kind of rule that Jesus will have, greater than any throne on earth could possibly be. So it says in verse 9, When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Now you see, Jesus was not a baby at this point. We don't know exactly how old he was at this point, but this was he was around two years old when they came to him. He wasn't a baby. He was, it said, the young child. Notice they were at home. He wasn't in the manger. So they came. They traveled all that time. And then we're going to go to verse 13. And when they were departed, behold. Okay, wait. I'll go back to 12. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, out, saying, out of Egypt have I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof, from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Can you imagine? Herod wanted to make sure that this king did not take over his throne. So he had all of the babies murdered from that were two years old and under. I just can't even imagine. So wicked. But God is mighty. And he saved Jesus. Because as we know, in verse 17 it said, then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah was there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt. 
See, Jesus has been living in Egypt all this time. Verse 20, saying, Arise and take the young child and his mother and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judah in the room of his father, Herod was afraid to go thither. Notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophets. He shall be called a Nazarene. What a beautiful testament of God's love for you and for me. How God loves us so much that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross that our sins may be forgiven. Whosoever believeth on him, that their sins may be forgiven. You see, God knew exactly what was going to happen and he had a plan. And he warned each person that had his hand in the life of Jesus. God had created this plan and he knew exactly what he needed to do for this plan to be carried out. Well, friends, I want to pray with you here now that if you read this and this blessed you and you feel someone just the Lord just tugging at your heart, that you want this peace and you want to understand more about this wonder and this beauty and this amazing thing. And, and you want to have the protection of God who would protect you like God protected Jesus. I want you to pray with me. I want you to pray this prayer with me that the Lord Jesus may become your savior because friends, this is what Christmas is all about. The birth of Jesus Christ and celebrating our savior, our savior who loved us, that he would die on the cross for us, that he would die an unspeakable death for us and that he would raise, rise from the dead and come back in victory for us. So I want you to close your eyes if you feel like you want this in your life or like you want to understand what is this, who is this Jesus and how might my life be changed? Friends, you'll never be the same again once you give Jesus a try. Or maybe you were serving the Lord and you turned away from him, you backslid and you've been living for yourself. Well, it's never too late to turn back as long as Jesus hasn't returned yet. You have time, and today is the day. So I want you to pray with this with me and believe it in your heart. Confess it with your mouth that Jesus, Jesus is your salvation. Dear Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that you died on the cross for my sins, that you shed your blood, that my sins would be forgiven that you loved me enough, that you came down in the form of a baby, that I might have salvation if I would believe that you are the Son of God. And I believe it. I believe it, Jesus, that you're the Son of God and that because you died on the cross, you shed your blood, and now I can be forgiven of my sins. I ask you to forgive me right now of every sin that I've ever committed. I repent, I turn away from my sins, and I ask you to come make your home in my heart. Come live inside of me. Today I decide to turn my heart to you, to turn my life over to you, and I choose to live for you today, this day forward. I thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
Friends, it's done. It's sealed. You are now part of the kingdom of God, and I welcome you. I want to wish you. I want to thank, I, I want to just thank the Lord for you. Because let me explain to you that God loves you. And because you made that decision here today, you have all the promises that he's made to every single one. As you read in this Bible, you're hearing me reading in the Bible. And if you've been following along for the past couple of days, you've heard a lot. And you've heard about wondrous stories and things that Jesus lived and things that God did through Jesus. But you see, the Lord God did this. He created this plan because he loved you and he loved me so much. And so... I want you to know that as you take the time to read the Word of God on your own, you can listen to it here as I read it every day, come back tomorrow, and I want you to read and study the Word God, the Word of God, the Bible yourself, and watch your life change. You'll never be the friend, you'll be the same, friends. You'll never be the same. I want to wish you and your beautiful, lovely family a Merry Christmas from my heart and my family to yours. God bless you. I love you. Until next time.